Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to Winchester Radio, um, our podcast. Uh, we had podcast last night, a special one with Guy B. Tonight we have another special uh, podcast. Uh, our guest this evening is uh, visual effects supervisor for Supernatural, uh, Ivan Hayden, and he's going to talk to us tonight about his uh, new project called Divine. He is the writer and director, and he's here, and we've already been having fun before the show started, so here we go. Uh, welcome to the show, Ivan. Thank you for being on. Hi, thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> Great. Um, so uh, we want to talk about Divine. Becky, do you have questions, or Ivan, do you want to just talk about it a little bit first, kind of introduce it and uh, what's going on and, and uh, uh, everything you can tell us, and we'll have questions and everything else. Go on. Sure. Uh, Divine. It's um, it's an adaption of a comic book that I had written or uh, wanted to write in my teenage years. Uh, it's uh, told through the eyes of a young priest who's having a crisis of faith when he comes in contact with living proof of a miracle of God. Um, in this in this instance, the hero of the story called Divine, um, who is uh, basically trying to save the world um, from demonic and dark forces. Uh, it's uh, I guess we're calling it a dark action thriller. Um, it's uh, going to be. Uh, seen on our website, uh, divinetheseries.com. We're launching sometime this summer. We're still gearing up to shoot the next four episodes in June. Um, And it's going to be, you know, 10-minute chunks. We're working really hard to try to speak to the online and mobile markets. Uh, We're really trying to make um, uh, entertaining content in 10 to 15-minute chunks that, you know, you can watch while you're waiting for the bus or waiting in line for at the bank or or something like that. Um it's it's uh it's so far it's been a ton of fun. I mean everyone's really really gotten behind it on us. Great. So the comic it's based on a comic book that you that you have written? Yeah, it was a comic book uh, in in my teenage years. Um, I was uh, a bit of a a D and D uh, computer video game um, skateboarding kind of nerd, and uh, at uh, there was a time in my probably from fourteen to sixteen that I wanted to get into making comics and that sort of thing. So um, I actually probably uh, conceived of about four or five separate comics, and this is just one of them that we've uh, we've decided to get together and, and create. Then how you know what gave you the incentive to hey let's write you know let's make this into a, a series what what you know inspired you to do that? Well, you know I've been uh, working in film for almost 15 years now, um, and I've uh, been doing uh, visual effects and working exclusively in visual effects. Um, and I think that everybody who gets into film gets into it because they want to be part of. Uh, the telling of a story and that sort of thing. And uh, we just discussed it. Uh, I, I sat down with uh, one of my fellow producers, Kirk Jakes, who is uh, also my uh, kung fu instructor. And we he's a philosophy major, and we just started to talk the philosophy of divine, which is really a, uh, a foyer into free will versus determinism on that philosophical argument um, told in sort of a entertaining action uh, comic 
method. And we just sort of sat down and talked about it one day and said, you know, we should make this. And as soon as we, we said that those words, um, I think the next day we were talking with Jason, and Jason Fisher was like, wow, that's awesome, that sounds great, let's let's get involved. And um, Jason Fisher is one of the production coordinators on Supernatural. And then Diane Wittis was uh, the costume designer on Supernatural, uh, started to come on board, and Divine really sort of took on its life of its own. And, uh, you know, I think everyone involved just getting to be um, involved uh, it's something on the ground level. There's something about you know low budget in indie film where you really get to put your fingerprint um, on on what you're doing, and uh, it's just sort of snowballed from there. Uh, and and you know we we the fans that we're getting like Dave Naveau, uh you know one of the he's the rigging grip on Supernatural. He's a key grip for us. Um, you know everyone just starting to help out. Uh, it's it's become a labor of love for for a whole bunch of people. When, um, with it being a web series online, I know, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I know Netflix is, like, going to have their own series starting, you know, that you can only on Netflix. And there was, like, Dr. Horrible, um, Joss Whedon had the show Dr. Horrible. It was only on the web. Is it, like, do you see, you know, but with putting it on the web in, instead of trying to, like, shop it out to, like, a network or anything, was it because, you know, it, it's cheaper? Or was it because, you know, you think that's, Maybe the way to go nowadays. Well, I, I think everybody, everyone knows that the you know the future of entertainment is going to be the internet uh, in in some aspect. Um, uh, and I've been funding this myself out of my own pocket, so uh, it doesn't feel cheap to me because I'm not a rich man. <laughs> but uh, really, we sort of went with the internet because it's 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 um, it's an opportunity to do something and show something that's a little bit different. I mean, Divine is, um, uh, it's, it's a rich, layered story. Um, if, if, if the future of entertainment is the Internet, then the next evolution in storytelling would be, you know, for the smartphone generation, if you will. Um, it's, it's, Divine is nonlinear storytelling in that, uh, yes, we have a, a you know, a, a sequence that we're going to air it in, and it does tell a story, but... You know, with the online market and that sort of thing, you don't necessarily know if your audience is going to find out about the story. Uh, you know, they might find out at episode five and start watching the show at episode five, or you'll, you know, click on up watching the first episode and, you know, it takes too long to load, so they go to the second episode. So we're really trying to, um, you know, do something different with, with nonlinear storytelling where each episode you get a little bit more about the world, about the characters, about the story, and about what's going on. But every episode you're still left with a question and, and a sort of, you know, a WTF moment, if you will, where you're going, what, what, I, 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 you know, and it's it's expecting a lot of the audience to come along with us where if we were trying to pitch it um to the traditional methods, I think that you know, being a first-time filmmaker uh, or a first-time scriptwriter or something like that, I think it would have been a harder sell for us. And we just decided we wanted to do something different and do it for people on the internet. I mean, we, you know, we feel that we know what the audience what the audience wants to see and what they what they want to enjoy, and and we're we decided that the internet was the best way for us to tell our story and hopefully change. 
um, the way that you know Hollywood's doing business. I mean, at things like geo-blocking and and you know advertisements at the head of a at the head of a of a video that's longer than the video that you're going to watch are sort of leftover things from a, a different business model. And we're we're really going to try to to push the envelope with that as well, um, more so than just telling a really cool story in a different manner. Where we are actually hoping to to pop that internet bubble, if you will. You mentioned like watching um, smartphones and everything. Are you going to like have any have an app for it or you know anything like that? Uh, we are definitely. Um, these are the things that we're we're all running around uh, investigating. We have um, amazing groups of people um, coming on board. Uh, the coming up with the apps is something that we have discussed and are looking at doing. Um, also coming out with you know what is the best uh, video format for uh, the. Um, if it's going to be an iPad or an iPhone or a, an Android or, you know, what what are the best formats and those sorts of things. Um, we're definitely looking at it. Um, and the other thing that we're trying to figure out right now is the best way to come up with getting subtitles in for a global market, which is what we're really, you know, we're trying to make a, a story for the world and on the Internet, not just for a region and a group, you know. I know that was a lot of uh, question that a lot of fans, they were worried, you know, because, a lot of things that um, fans in other countries, supernatural fans in other countries, when they go to, to see something online, it'll be geo-blocked, you know, where they can't see it. So I'm, I'm sure they'll be very happy to hear that, you know, it'll be available worldwide. And and that's, I mean, that the geo-blocking is, is a symptom of, of um, uh, sort of the the monetizing of, and the method of monetizing that goes into it. If somebody buys the content they want, you know, and they're going to put it up on their website, then they're going to want to ensure that when the rest of the world see it, they get their sort of piece of the pie. And that sort of goes to one of the things that we're, you know, going to be trying to push um, and find find methods and help um, uh, help the the next step into uh, the internet and the online markets because it's. It's not necessary to do that. There are other ways for you know networks and and studios and websites and uh, companies to monetize things without having to you know wait till you know network A in in New Zealand decides to come on board and purchase the rights to distribute it. You know, so um, we're we're definitely as long as as long as we can um, and on our website uh, on our website we're going to be launching we're shooting the first six episodes which is the pilot program of a 22 episode story arc um, and uh, as long as we can put it on our websites and do it do it ourselves we want to make sure that the fans everyone where can see it at once do you have a date yet when you know you might air the first episode well, we're still we're still uh, working because, uh, as you say, it's funny that you mentioned the the iPhone app. All of these things are are, are coming into play when we get into our airing schedules. We want to make sure that we're able to do all of the things all at once. So it will it will be uh, this summer in the northern hemisphere, uh, which I guess would be winter in the southern hemisphere. <laughs> but it will be this summer, um, July or August, um, and that's. That will be the first, we'll start airing the first six episodes, and then we're also going to be having a ton of uh, behind-the-scene contents, making of how we did things. Um, although, you know, fans do enjoy having um, uh, director commentaries and that sort of thing, finding, you know, seeing behind the, the little man behind the curtain a little bit of how things were done and, and you know, 
how the effects were done and how the paintings were done and that sort of thing. Um, we'll be putting up a lot of that content as well. How will you be? Will you release like one episode a week, or how? What will the release schedule be like? Well, that's actually uh, something that I was just actually having a marketing meeting um, today, and that was one of the things we were discussing is uh, do we air every uh, an episode a week or do we air an episode and some of the behind-the-scenes footage uh, and then some of you know uh, the next episode and then some of the behind-the-scenes footage. And we're, um, we're discussing the best way to do that actually as we speak um, because one of the things is it's a six-part pilot program and we don't want... Uh, we don't want you guys to run out of stuff to watch, <laughs> you know. So it's 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 a bit of of playing playing the business game um, while making sure that um, that we're keeping the fan base happy because um, we're going to be needing funding to shoot the next 22 episodes. Now you've been posting some behind the scenes uh, pictures on your fa- on the Facebook for Divine, and I have to say they are. Pr- they look pretty gory. I'm very excited about it. Um, can you can you tell us a bit about like was any of it like inspired from working on Supernatural or what other shows have you worked on that might have inspired the gore and everything? Oh, um, definitely, definitely some some supernatural um, some supernatural gore. Uh, Toby Lindala from uh, Schmincken Studios, who uh, does the special effects makeup for um, Supernatural, helped us out on the first two. And uh, definitely, uh, Toby and I have been working together well for my whole career, on and off. Uh, I've worked with Toby for years, and definitely that's been a uh, a a. A contributing factor, um, but uh, I've worked, uh, you know, doing visual effects and um, uh, working my way up from a visual effects assistant to a supervisor. I've, you know, I, I work in, you know, this is sort of the realm that I work in, the sci-fi and the horror sort of thing. I, you know, we've from Stargate SG-1 to Outer Limits to Poltergeist to, uh, you know, some some lower budget Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Um, uh, I worked on Lost the first season, and uh, I, I would say that the gore is is there. It's as much a story point as it is to um, to sell the dark nature of the world. Is that because Divine is a holy warrior, if you will? Um, he's fighting the dark and the bad, and that sort of thing, and, and it helps root him in. Um, a dangerous world and a dangerous environment by having, you know, some of that shocking uh, material. Now, when when did you um, when did you start shooting it? Did you do it like? Because I know you're working a lot. You know, it takes a lot of time working on Supernatural, and most of the crew for Divine, I've heard, it, you know, a lot of them are Supernatural crew. When did you have the time to actually, you know, shoot this shoot the series and, you know, get everything done? Well, it's funny. We we did uh, the. It was one of, one of the things that was sort of the, the quick impetus was this season. Um, we took the week of American Thanksgiving off, which isn't a holiday in Canada, um, and that was in November. That was when we shot the first two episodes. Uh, a lot of our keys are Supernatural crew, uh, as I've mentioned, uh, and everyone's sort of done it uh, with that labor of love. They've done it at night and at home and in the morning before work and after work, and 
you know, gave up that week off of, of uh, Supernatural to come and volunteer their time um, and put their efforts into to making like a, a really high production value content. That's one of the things that um, everybody that's been involved so far just keeps looking at it, going, "Wow, this is this doesn't look like a web series. This looks like it could be on TV." Uh, can you have you started? Ca- I, I know you started filming, so you know the casting process. You know how, how have you? Who can you name anybody that you've cast yet? Or well, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of speculation running around about that, and I'm not not going to say who's on board. Uh, but it's one of the things that um, Michelle Allen uh, is a casting director, and she's come on board to help us cast for the next four episodes that we're uh, shooting in June. Um, and until we get the full starring cast, we don't want to release names. It's not really good eti- etiquette to do that. But we um, will be actually doing a casting session this weekend, uh, this coming weekend, and uh, I believe possibly the following weekend. So within the next few weeks, we'll be we'll be releasing that cast that cast uh, that cast list. Now, um, go ahead, Clarity. I'm taking. I'm 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 uh, taking up all the questions here. Ask some questions, Clarity. No, no, that, that's okay. Uh, one thing I thought you talked about um, going to be on iPhone. I, I have BlackBerry. <laughs> Am I going to be able to watch it? Yes. Well, I mean, if if you can if you can go online, yeah. If you that's that's what the thing that we're sort of talking about is we want to make sure that everyone can can um, view it. And if you can go onto a website or YouTube and watch a video, then that's that's the type of uh, interaction we want to be able to provide anybody watching the show. Great. Great. Yeah. Um, are there any other comics that you're inspired by for this? I'm a I, I read, I'm a I'm kind of a comic book fan. My favorite comic ever is Preacher. Yes, that's a good. That's yeah. a good. Preacher's a good one. I I like the I like the Constantine. Um, mm. You know, I like the some of the old Frank Frank Miller like Ronan. Um, obviously, Dark Knight. Um, uh, uh, and now I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, good Preacher ones. was one. Yeah, those. Are, I mean, those are. I've, I've, I've. The graphic novel genre. I mean, I, I love the old um, Watchmen and 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 you know, uh, if you get back into comic books, way back, Vigilante, Vigilante, and uh, the Punisher, and um, you know, those those more traditional comic booky comic books as well. Yeah, uh, you mentioned that you worked on the first season of Lost. Um, what? What uh, what special effects did you do for the first season of Lost? Because that's one of the best. Well, there was there was a. There was a- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we did. Uh, I was the onset supervisor. Uh, Kevin Blank uh, was the visual effects supervisor. He handled all this stuff in Los Angeles. So I was in Hawaii handling the prep and the shoot of uh, of the visual effects and then the post-production and how the effects finished up were handled by Kevin and his guys in, in Los Angeles. Um, but anything that was a visual effects in the first season, I, I, was, uh, I was on set taking the measurements and making sure that the cast and uh, uh, cameras and everything were pointed in the right direction and doing what they were doing. Uh, we did the polar bear. They did, uh, uh, what was the ship? The Black Rock, I believe it was called, uh, the pirate ship at the end of the season. Um, we did a lot of things, funny enough, if, if you wouldn't think about it, but a lot of things where we removed a lot of telephone poles, um, a lot of uh, surfers and, uh, and uh, sails on the horizon. 
when you're looking out at the ocean and there's not supposed to be anything out there. I sometimes get some calls from set where they say, Ivan, we need you out here. And I get out there and there'd be, you know, someone fishing right in the back of the shot. How are we going to get rid of that? <laughs> it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Did you work on the smoke monster? I did work on the smoke monster. We did. Uh, it was it was funny. Archie Aruna was the special effects uh, coordinator, and it was uh, what what was what you know. In as as often happens when you're working on a TV show or or a feature film, what you plan and prep and the and the you know the sequences and the design of the shots that you go through end up getting trimmed down a lot. Um, talk to stuntmen about that. They'll tell you that you know the guy that jumped off the building. They'll just they they lost the whole fight up to it. But uh, Archie and I, we, you know, there was. This whole big thing where we were blowing up trees and we had mortars with peat moss and cast running through and trees falling down and all this stuff going on and it's uh, it, it it was changed a little bit. It was it was pretty it was pretty funny though. It was you know one of those things where I walk in I'm like oh oh it became it became a different thing. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Now I know a lot of people compare like the smoke monster on Lost to like the demon smoke on Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Were they um, you know, were, were they basically the same when you had to create them, or were there differences? Or well, actually, I um, I didn't because I I only did the prep and the shoot. I wasn't actually involved with the post production and overseeing the visual effects artists on Lost, so I didn't actually even know what the smoke was going to look like. My I was worrying about the interaction of what the smoke was going to touch or hit or you know so we were blowing up trees and knocking trees down because the smoke was going to knock all these trees down and um you know do a bunch of stuff like that and then uh, they went with a different um more subtle version in the show where it didn't do as much of that um so i as far as as far as that goes for us on supernatural when we came in here um it's it's something that's evolved and and continues to evolve actually i mean if you look at uh season 1 uh, the phantom traveler the smoke was a more particulate um entity and it went into the eyeballs and you know it it sort of uh, it had sort of a sci-fi kind of feel to it like an alien entity and and now the smoke has taken on a much more um uh, much more smoky tendril snake-like serpentine uh, presence, um, and now even when we have the the you know the the clouds of smoke, it's it's you know with the purple lightning, it's almost like an army of these things coming towards it. So it evolves every every season. Um, it's one of the things that we do try to do here uh, with my crew is come up with something that's bigger and better than the last time that we did it. It's it what's it's what keeps it fresh for for us and for for the fans. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, how, how many? Go ahead, Clarity. I was going to say the the effects on Supernatural are amazing. Um, I'm, you're a visual effects supervisor. Can you describe it just just a, a little bit? I mean, it's it sounds you can just tell from the from uh, the title, but if you could try just a little bit, like what your what your day is like on set and how you got started in that a little bit, if that's okay. Totally. Um, visual effects. Um, a visual effects supervisor um, is essentially what I what what happens when you know say when uh, when there's an, uh, the start of the season comes out and the scripts get released. I go through the script with a highlighter and go through it and identify anything that could possibly be a visual effect. Anything from uh, something as big as you know a cloud of demon smoke comes riding towards the Impala to something as innocuous as if the scene heading says exterior Chicago street. 
um, if obviously we film in Vancouver, and if if it's a story point that we recognize Chicago, then we may be putting something into the skyline to make it look like a Chicago skyline. Um, once we've once I've sort of done that and done a preliminary breakdown, we'll go and do what's called a concept meeting, where all the department heads will get together, and we'll start to spitball ideas, uh, trying to help the writers round out. Um, you know their 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 story, um, the rules for what's going on with the ghosts and the demons and the monsters and all of those sorts of things. Um, then we'll have uh, more pared down department focused meetings where uh, usually it's visual effects, special effects, and stunts because the three of us are tied so closely together. Um, it's getting to the point, you know, with television nowadays that the stunts have to be as as high end as as feature films and visual effects need to come in to remove paint out the wires and that sort of thing. Uh, and when visual effects are being done, I need to talk to Randy um, for special effects and say, Randy, I'm going to need you to blow up this building or knock this window out. And Lou, I'm going to need your stunt guy to, you know, take a fall off a off off a truck or or something like that. Um, then once we've all established exactly what we're going to do, um, we'll have to in in our departments come up with the most budget fiscally re- re- responsible method to to achieve um, the best possible look uh, and then um, make sure that we get it done. So I'll go out on set and um, help the directors and um, Serge and the lighting guys and that sort of thing to ensure that the talent, that the interactive lighting, that the special effects, that the stunts are going to work for what I need it to do and you know vice versa they're looking what I'm trying to do making sure that their their departments are getting what they need for the effect to work uh, once that's done uh, the visual effects supervisor will do what's called a spawning session which is once the um, editors have done a director's cut and a producer's cut we do we spot the visual effects which means we look look at an episode and sort of go through it and say you know Here's a shot, but wouldn't it be cool if the effect continued into the next one, or this effect, this this time piece that you have right here, it's a little too long for you know the particle system that we're going to be creating. Can we shorten that a few frames? And then once we lock the picture uh, and the footage um, gets into the systems, I oversee uh, my crew and we make sure that the actual effects are done by the compositors and the 3D artists and that they get done at the quality and look and design for both the show and the artists uh, and the uh, producers and directors and the networks and the studios. And we make sure that all the notes are addressed so that the final product um, reaches all the standards that it's supposed to reach. Great. But so much goes into what what we would see as just something fairly simple on screen. It's just amazing to me. Is there is there an effect where you got the script and you looked at it and you went, how the how the heck am I going to do that? Or if you see an effect in the script and you go, oh gosh, that's not my favorite kind of effect to do. Or what? Well, yes, yeah. I mean, yes and no. Sometimes you 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 look at an effect and you know you go, oh, demonize again. You know, where we we go in and we'll paint out the demon eyes, and you know, it's like ah, the demon eye shot. But then when you see it in the show, you're like, yeah, that was cool. You know, like it's it's so even the simple ones, just because we've been doing them for so long, um, and they are time consuming. Even like a simple shot is a time consuming. It can take a day or two or three days to do. You know, a, a simple sequence with a demon who has demon eyes. Um, but just about every every script, or at least every other script, if not every script, we're you know, going, how are we going to do this? And, and coming up with the 
um, the best way to do it because really it's about time frame. I mean, visual effects, you know, can do can do just about anything with time, budget, and uh, and and you know, if you have the time and the budget, then you can you can kind of get away with anything. But with visual with supernatural, we're looking. I think uh, I think Grant, um, he's uh, he's my partner, visual effects producer. He was telling me that this season, after we average out the number of shots versus episodes versus you know from day one till wrap day, um, we're having about an average of 7.85 days per episode to do all the effects. So uh, they get scary. But, um, you know, this season, the, the big one, the first one in the season was um, where the red-eyed demon, Bobby burned the red-eyed demon in, in his basement. And um, all of that fire was computer-generated flames. Um, and as soon as she ignited, that was a completely computer-generated um, synthespian, if you will, that burned away to ash. Um, and that was... The first one where we're like, okay, we're, we're kicking it up a notch. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's kind of the fun of what we do. I mean, um, quite often um, the guys uh, Eric and Bob are sort of saying, you know, Ivan, you uh, you can tone that one down. You don't have to go so far with that. I'm like, you know, we we get a little excited sometimes when it might not be necessary. Um, we 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 had uh, Frontierland air last night. Did did you have fun? working on that because we, yes, we, we western we were like way yay cool so excited western you know did, did you have fun with it yeah that was that was i mean i i, I love guy he's 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 just he's so fun to to work with because he's always having fun you know like um when when you're on set with guy guys as excited as everybody else you know and it just ramps ramps everybody up um, but it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we, we again, that was one of those ones where we had to burn the phoenix, and he had to explode, and then be this pile of ash, and and uh, it was it was a it was a big one for us. It was it was definitely another one of those you know step outside the box and let's figure out how to do this. And um, guy is is a great director to work with because he's you know he 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 really listens to visual effects and he, and he understands the time that goes into it. So it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, actually, we, Supernatural, we've been really lucky with um, with everyone that comes on board, how they're all, it, it's all part of a team. You know, I've, I've mm-hmm. you know, there's shows, sometimes shows in the past where, you know, you work on things and people come into it and um, they're a little bit more resistant to to hearing what the crew have to say about things and, you know, Supernatural is really good for that. We've heard nothing but great things from all our guests that have been on here. There's two two things about last night that were so uh, amazing. Um, one was Cass um, was stabbed with the angel killing knife, and it's not a terrible wound for him, so there's just that little tiny bit of his solar energy coming out, and that looked really cool. And then when Rachel, the angel, is killed in her in her wings, you know the effect of her wings. After those are gourds, all of them. Like when when Zachariah was killed and everything. That's a really beautiful scene, and, and for that particular effect. Yeah, that was that was a fun one, and that actually was is a perfect example of how visual effects, uh, special effects, and stunts work together. Because you know you have this this fight scene going on with. Um, with knives that you know they're they're 
you know, not razor sharp blades, but they are metal things that can hurt. You got this cool stunt sequence going on, uh, and then you tie it in with Serge and uh, Chris Cochran with the lighting, interactive lighting. Um, we've got Serge with the camera on the crane, and then Randy and the special effects boys with the big air movers blasting him as the as the angel energy erupts from uh, from. Uh, from Rachel and goes out. Is it Rachel? I'm losing. I, I get all my angels mixed up. <laughs> but, uh, it was Rachel. <laughs> it was Rachel. Okay, good. I'm going. Okay, which which one? Yes, but uh, but yeah. I mean that that was that was a, a perfect example of how all of the par- departments had to come together to do um, to do a shot. Um, and you know it was a, a lot of discussion on how we were going to do that wound and how much light was going to come out of it and. Um, uh, it ended up coming on my plate just for budget and time and everything, but it, it worked really well with everybody else's augmentations in, in the practical real world when we were filming it. That was awesome. Great. That, uh, you know, we, y'all, it seems like every time an angel dies, their wings are just absolutely beautiful. And, you know, I hate, you know, hated when Gabriel died, you know, and everything. But I always, I always look forward to an angel's die because you get to see those wings, and that's the only time yeah. ever we ever really get to see the angel wings, except for you know the two times we've seen Castiel's wings, you know, his big black wings. So it's always really cool, and you you do a great job with the wings. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. I'll pass it. I'll pass it on to my guys. It's one of those things that uh, visual effects. You know, we, you never really hear people say, "Hey, the effects were great," um, because if if everyone's taking time to stop and look at the effects, then the story's not really being loved. So the kids, my guys over in the other trailer, they're like, "No news is good news." If we're not hearing that it's bad, they loved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell them we we noticed, but it but it didn't stop us from looking at the story either, and they're gorgeous. And thank you, thanks for all. Well, the good. Time. I'll definitely pass it on. They're 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 working next door right now. Oh. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Kind of along, kind of along that same line. Have you ever had like a really good uh, special effect that nobody ever noticed because it just seems so real? Um, I mean, yeah. There's, there's been uh, sometimes some of the matte paintings that we do. People don't notice that they're completely synthetic and and created. Um, there was actually uh, an episode um, in Supernatural where uh, Sam was suffering from his demon blood addiction in the in the in the panic room, and there's a shot that we did where it was a visual effect, and everyone knew it was a visual effect because he's looking at his hands, and you see the veins spreading out on his hands. But what people didn't realize was that whole thing was uh, a computer-generated character. We took pictures of Jared's hands and then animated. Um, created a synthetic shot because uh, just time and budget it sometimes it's in such a tight crunch time for us to do the effects it's um more efficient for us to do it the you know quotes hard way um because we are ensured that the product at the end will be what you want it to to be uh, and that's one of those things that nobody noticed was uh was a was a CG character so we were all pretty happy about that but Jared Jared wasn't there well, Jared, Jared, when he sort was looking of. in the mirror, and, and you see the veins on his face was there, but when Jared, it was Jared's point of view when he was looking at his hands, mm-hmm. um, that was all that was all synthetic. It was something that we just went in with uh, with a digital camera, took 
took some reference pictures of his hands, uh, and then we created that shot. Wow. That's amazing. That, yeah, I had no idea. That is really cool. <laughs> and then and then there's some things that we know we've done. We've we've done a really good job when standards and practices says you can't put that on television. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. <laughs> yeah. But there's some great stuff there that we haven't seen. <laughs> there's a few, yep. <laughs> what has what has been like the biggest challenge you've had you know you've had with supernatural, biggest challenging effect you've had to do? Uh, I I think um, and I, I I'm I'm blanking on the names of the episodes right now just because I'm I'm we're working seven days a week to get the next episodes done but it was uh, Dean crawling up out of um, when he got out of out of hell at the beginning of season four Lazarus um, Rising yes Lazarus Rising that's right when he climbed up out of the dirt he gets up. Out of out of the ground, and the camera sort of it's a big long camera tracking shot that tracks with him as he looks around, and then it goes up to a you know almost satellite view of the blast ring with all mm-hmm. the trees knocked down around his grave. Um, that was one of the most challenging shots we had to do, um, just because it was a uh, we, we completely the whole background was completely synthetic. Um, it was one of those things where uh, time, budget, and everything else on the day, uh, they just decided we're going to have to shoot this and you guys are going to have to fix it. We just don't have the time, and off we went. And uh, we ended up having to roto uh, around um, Jensen and then put in a completely new background. And we had three separate artists pretty much working on that shot for uh, almost a month and a half, just frame by frame going in and painting around the edges of his of his head and his hair to make sure that it looked as real as we could make it. Wow, that's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, that that's an amazing, beautiful shot. Amazing. It it turned out really well. You know, we were we were really happy with it, but um it's it's a it's a weird thing the way the human mind works that it gets to a certain point where when you're going frame by frame at something that you just can't the artist just couldn't see it anymore. So we had to have to take him out and get him working on another shot and put someone else in and go, Okay, you start you go through and do it and then when he got it as good as he could put someone else on it and had them going at it. It was uh it was it was it was one of our most challenging, that's for sure. Now, is, has there been ever like a visual effect that when you watched it later on, when you watched the episode, you're like, oh, I wish I'd have done this instead, or you know? Yeah, every every shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's uh, it, it it's one of those things that it, it takes me probably uh, six months uh, of not seeing it before before I can not see the problems with it because we. You know, you guys are looking at it in, in terms of a whole show, but we're looking at it in terms of uh, each individual shot is the whole show for us. So we watch, you know, frame by frame, and we can see any concession that we have to make. We know it's there, and then it takes a while for us to get, you know, get somewhat detached, to step back, and then we can look at it and go, that was cool, man. Now, <laughs> uh, you know, has there been, like, an... One, an episode that was like just full of like 
visual effects that you just absolutely love doing? What has been your absolute favorite episode to do? Um, hmm. It or may actually have... I, I mean, I, we loved uh, uh, Lazarus Rising was great. Um, the first time we had the, the, the Sam using his power to pull the smoke out of the demon, um, that was a lot of fun for us because, uh, you know, it was it was one of those things where uh, working on Supernatural. One of the things that's so great is that Eric and Bob and and uh, uh, Sarah and you know all, all the producers all the way up up the chain are, are receptive to creative input from their crew. And that was one where, you know, it was supposed to be sampled the smoke out of it and it burned in the air and then, you know, it was just sort of ashes falling to the ground. And it was, you know, we sort of came up with this idea that it was helpless smoke, if you will, and, you know, pitched them on the idea of going with something that was more like dry ice smoke that just sort of fell right to the ground and then got pushed through the floor and burned the ground and scorched it as it went through it and... um uh, and they went for it, and that was that was a lot of fun for us because, um, you know, anytime you get to put a little bit, bit of creative input into the nature of the show is always a ton of fun. But it was also something that it was a, a big challenge. I mean, one of, one of the things about visual effects is is it's a lot of you know theory, like A plus B should equal C, except for when it doesn't, <laughs> and then you have to figure out how to fix it. And when you're when you're trying to use um, these softwares like uh, Maya or uh, 3D Studio Max and the plugins Fume or any of those sorts of things, they, uh, they're they based on real-world physics. So you're still trying to, even though you're using a computer, you're trying to manipulate the laws of physics to get a supernatural result. And uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. So all, all you people out there... You pay attention to math because there'll be some day when you sit down and you'll you'll go, man, I wish I paid more attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> My husband's a math teacher, so he'll he'll like hearing you say that. So. <laughs> Excellent. It's and it's I you know it was it was it was visual effects when uh, I was working on a on an episode of, of Stargate SG One when we had a camera up on a crane with a big remote head and we're doing this big shot and the servos on the head burned out and we had to totally reverse engineer how everything was going and it all came down to it was back when I was a visual effects assistant um, and it was the, within my first six months of working and had I had to reverse engineer where the camera would have been in space and you know out comes the trigonometry and Pythagorean theorem and all of these things that I go you know what <laughs> oh no <laughs> remember that time when I was being the cheeky monkey in grade nine and I said this will have no practical aspect in my life <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> Man, I glazed over. I, I work in the art world. No, no math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, do you have Do you have anything to do with the opening? You know, the title credits each year. Do you come Do you come up with those, or you know, do you create? Is that one of your jobs? Is creating those, or? Yeah, actually, uh, one of the things that I did is is uh, we're running what's called an in-house visual effects facility, which means essentially I'm also uh, I pitched uh, and uh, my proposal for running an in-house facility, so it gets better access to tax incentives, so it you know allows us to do uh, more visual effects by being hired directly by production. So I'm also running a visual effects facility, although. I don't have to worry about, you know, showing profit and keeping the lights on and making sure, you know, we're on for the season and, and we work um, for the full 10 months. 
Um, but uh, <laughs> it's a it's something that because we're doing that, things like the title sequence uh, in season two when we when, when they adopted my my business method, um, they you know said, well, can you do this too? And so, uh, victim of my own devices, we have to come up with the title sequence every year, and it has to be cooler and different, and yet still um, speak to uh, the nature of the the season that we don't necessarily know what the whole season is going to be about so it's it's a really it's a really interesting exercise in communication and collaboration (laughs) you kind of tell you okay we're kind of looking at you know we have these ideas and then you come up with what you think you know would would work yeah i mean they'll, they'll um you know um for for the what was it season three, you know, Eric had sort of said it's this crazy, you know, everything's happening. There's so much going on. There's, you know, we're going to be doing a lot more of you know demon smoke and and this sort of thing. So we came up with something that was sort of in that direction of it's sort of crazy with everything going on. You know, whereas at season two, uh, it was a fire with the with the the, the monster sort of teeth that that crunched down at the end of it. Um, it was a much more simplistic and simple um, pointed uh, uh, title card, uh, and, and then in season three it got much crazier, and then in season four. So every season we have to come up with with a new title card um, before we start uh, working on the first episode. So it's pretty much the first two to three weeks of we we come in and you know turn the computers back on after the. Uh, after the hiatus and, and get everything up and running, and then as soon as that's up and running, then we're working on title sequences. Uh, so everybody, kind of your first project of the season is, is the title credits. That, well, that's the first. That, yeah, yeah oh. pretty much. That's 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 cool. the first thing we'll start on, and uh, uh, the the first project being getting all the servers every and everything up and running and getting the computers all back on because. Networks and full systems don't like complete shutdowns. When whenever you turn them on, they they get a little annoyed by that. So once we get the systems working, then we start working on the titles. And uh, you know, if you know, we've had we've got the first uh, first script, the first few scripts by that point. And then if there's anything um, that we can start doing some R and D on, um, then we'll start we'll start doing the 3D R and D and coming up with with ideas to to you know push the envelope and, and do something different than we've done before. With the breaking mirror at the um, for opening title, it's it's had everybody all year long guessing and theorizing, and really, really awesome. Cool, cool. That was um, that was that was a fun one for us because it was uh, it uh, it's kind of went back to to you know season two where it was sort of a, a much simpler kind of thing, but leaves that kind of big question of what is going on. Exactly right, <laughs> and and you do the special special title sequences like for a very supernatural Christmas and last night was Frontierland the burning kind of bonanza map those are amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh. What is what has been your favorite um, title credits that you've done? Um, I think I like the fire one just because I think slow motion fire is so hypnotic you know like you you just look at that and there's just something so moody about the way that it moves that um that that i think that would that one's my favorite but i i would i would definitely say the the breaking mirror would be the second 
I, I, real, I have to say I really like the angel wings, too, from last year, was it? Uh, yes, last season. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? Yeah, we were. Um, people were wondering if it was like crows or if it was like angel wings or, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. It's one of those you don't really know know what it is. Is it you know the you know the Hitchcock the revenge you know the birds movie or is it uh, angel wings or yeah totally. Yeah. Now, when do you when do when do you actually start back? Like I know filming usually starts back in July. Is that about when you start back too or? Yeah, we'll we'll start back uh when everybody else starts back and we'll we we continue working. We're still working right now. I'm actually I'm 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 in the IO office at the moment while I'm talking to you. <laughs> um so sorry? That's very cool. Yeah, we're we're um, um among the first ones on and uh, uh and the last ones off in visual effects. I think that there's people in post production and sound are the last poor souls that that have to do the last last leg of the of the marathon race. Mm-hmm. Are you on the last? Are you on the last episode? I mean, I no, um, no, we're 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 uh, we're a couple episodes away from the last episode. Okay. How many people are there on the visual effects crew? Uh, we have uh, three three D artists and four compositors. Uh, we have uh, myself, Adele, and Grant as the administration, and then Dev Santos is our IO tech. Um, so, oh, this this is that whole math thing again, right there. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's eleven or, or or twelve of us. Very very cool. Now, um, what other shows have you worked on besides you mentioned Super, Supernatural, of course, and Lost? What other TV shows have you worked on? Um, Stargate SG-1, uh, Poltergeist, Outer Limits, um, uh, a few uh, MOWs, uh, made for, like Movie of the Weeks, um, some made-for-TV movies, uh, and then some some feature films. Uh, um, was it Bones with Snoop Doggy Dog? I did the animatics. It's the last the last thing behind the box that I did. Um, uh, since then, I've I've just been just been um, the onset and more of the uh, production side of things. And uh, yeah, it's been 15 years of of this, and now obviously working on 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 stepping out as a director, writer, producer with Divine. Um, oh, one other thing, actually, for 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 um, for you guys and for your fans. Uh, Divine the Series, www.divinetheseries.com. Um, the website's not up and running, but uh, we have the blogs going. And for your fans, if you guys want to go there and start registering, you can start telling us things that you would like to see on the website as we develop it, um, things that you're concerned about, like subtitles and you know those sorts of things. And uh, and um, yeah, you guys can get on. You guys can be the first ones back there. Oh, very cool. Divinetheseries.com. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks. And you have a Facebook page too for it. So Yes, yes, yes we do and and we will start tweeting soon as well. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Now, are you also doing the visual effects on Divine or is writing and directing taking all your time? 
No. Uh, Mark Malosh, who is actually the, uh, he, he uh, supervises three episodes a year on Supernatural and is also the um, lead visual effects artist, um, um, stepped up and asked if he could uh, do the visual effects and is cashing in every visual effects favor in town that he has to <laughs> beg, borrow, and steal and get some of this stuff done. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, there's, it's, it's really just too much. Um, directing is, is its own full-time job, and if you have to, to think about all of that stuff as well, um, uh, and then posting it and prepping the next ones and, and that, it, wouldn't, uh, it would suffer. <laughs> now, uh, there was a, uh, something I wanted to ask you about from the episode last week, the one about the Titanic. There yep. was a scene um, where Sam and Dean are walking down the sidewalk and they're escaping from the dogs and the, mo- the bikes and the skateboards. And there's the street performers throwing knives and then they're throwing the fire. Was that an effect, or did they did they actually walk you know walk through people throwing fire? That was actually uh, a fe- fire pe- fire jugglers. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Jared and Jensen, Jared and Jensen are are awesome um, for doing their own stunts, and they're not they're not afraid of anything. I'm sure I'm sure sometimes it, uh, it it's 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 an issue for Lou, but they're they're really good. Um, so actually, so is Misha and uh, and Sebastian, and and I mean it's it's really cool to see how many performers um, want to do as much of of their own stuff as they can. That's. Um one of the things that, because I thought for sure they, there's no way they they would have let Jared and Jensen walk through the fire. So that's really cool. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you guessing. That's the whole way it goes, right? <laughs> now, someone um, on Twitter, uh, Redbird SPN, wanted to know in episode four nine. I don't remember the title. It says Sam is hustling pool, and Dean stands so that he he's positioned where he's splitting the pool table and Sam's break is really good and he um this person wants to know if that was a real shot or was that an effect it wasn't a visual effect shot um I remember there was that that discussion went around and around and around uh in um uh in the concept meeting what was going to be the fastest on the day and I'm not actually sure it could have been done as a post-production split screen um, but as far as the visual effects go, I, that, it wasn't me. I, I did not touch that one. Now, I have to say one of the, I think, best visual scenes ever was Dean in Hell with all the chains and everything. Was, was that really, because that looks really complicated to have made to begin with. How, what was that like creating that scene? Uh, CG environments or computer-generated environments um, are always, uh, always a, uh, I don't want to say difficult, but a tricky, a tricky thing to take because it takes a lot of time for the computer to render out the final image. So once you've got the chains and the textures and the lights and the spec hits and the the environment and the distance cueing and the lens, of, you know, lens focal lengths and that sort of thing in it, it takes a lot of time to render those out. And I think, if I recall, that shot was, ended up being like 14 seconds uh, of full CG, uh, and it 
it was really, really, really time-consuming for us. Basically, whenever uh, the 3D department was hitting render, and we break it down into layers uh, so that to increase render time. So if you think about it in the old um, uh, classical animation style of things where each transparency would be a layer, and you break out the image that you're looking at into those layers so that the compositor can then take all of the generated stuff and then put the filmed Jensen plates into it. Um, whenever 3D had to hit render for their layers, like it just they had the whole render farm and everybody else just kind of worked locally on their local computers and it was it was one of those that was one of those nail biters at the end when we got a a note um I can't remember if it was a studio note or or a network note, but there was a note that came down came down the pipe, and we changed gears um, to 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 accommodate. And you know, grudgingly, I have to admit it, it made the sequence better. But <laughs> it uh, it was it was a it was a nail biter for us just to see if um, if it was going to just to get it done in time. You know, and I mean, we 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 never deliver holes in the show, and we'll always have a visual effect shot and. Uh, it's just that for us, it's um, it's 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 a matter of, of pride for us to make sure that all of you know what we call the sweeteners. It's it's the last ten percent that really makes any visual effect shot. It's the you know you know we call it the flotsam. You know the the particles in the air or a heat ripple or you know uh, a, a fog bit in in. Uh, in the background, and in this instance, a lot of, of the stuff that we were doing was about getting the chains to move or appear to move as Jensen did, uh, because we had him hoisted up on wires. We had Toby um, with the with the hooks built onto the chest piece and in his arms and his wrists, and um, you know, then we had uh, the camera with the remote three-axis remote head. We were, you know, Brad Creaser, the camera operator, was doing these amazing camera moves for us, and. It was getting it all done in the end. We were, we were, you know, we we, we were feeling the pressure at the end of that one. What was, um, what? Were, how were you told to make it look? Were, was it? Were Were you specifically told? Okay, we wanted to have the chains and the lightning, and or you know, did you come up with how you thought hell would look? Uh, well, that was one of those things where um, you know we, we've gotten to a point with Supernatural where where a lot of the times um, the writers trust the visual effects guys to come up with something, so they'll they might just say, you know, Dean's in hell, and then we figure out what that is. Uh, and in this instance, it was something that uh, Eric and Bob and Phil and Todd uh, and Kristen uh, Cronin the um, uh, one of the other uh, post, uh, posties down south was we all really just started, you know, my crew, we were just finding pictures and throwing it at each other going, what about something like this? I mean, I, mean, I know at one point in time we had, uh, it was going to be sort of um, like a, like a, like a dirty butcher shop, if you can imagine, like an old rusted out, um, wet, moist, dripping, dark sort of tunnel that you come to and then Dean's at the end in this room. But, you know, without wanting to necessarily give hell a form, that was sort of what Eric and, and the guys came down. They didn't want something that had a specific, you know, fire and brimstone or, you know, ice and, you know, that sort of thing, or pitchforks and, you know, demons or something like that. And, you know, it was 
it was, I think it was in one of the images that somebody, and I don't think, I think it came from post, there was some chains in it, and Eric was like, that's cool. And then he started to, you know, they started to formulate this idea, and then as soon as they came up with it, we said, okay, um, you want chains, you want Jensen on hooks, you want a camera that's coming through it. That's all that we need to know to get everybody up in Vancouver working so we ha- we could get Toby, you know, casting. Um, he had to get a cast of Jensen's body, his torso, so that, it was, that he could seamlessly apply the hook and the makeup so it would look like the skin was pulling. And then we could get, you know, Serge and with the camera guys that we're going to do it on a green screen, that uh, the cove was going to need to be lit, that we were going to need the, you know, the three-axis head from the all-axis boys uh, and the Scorpio head, um, you know, and then Harvey and the grips were like, well, what kind of crane do you want? Do you want like a, you know, GF8 or what sort of, you know, all the parameters that go into it and even like, you know, working wonderfully with Diane where, you know, you come up with what the, what, what, how much costume is he wearing? Cause you know, it's not like you can get away with nudity on, on network TV. Right. So, um, it's, uh, it was a uh, it was it, it was a really really crazy fun sort of thing because it really felt um, like a, it was a it was a total group you know a group effort it was really 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 cool and I, lo- I love how you know Eric and and Sarah and, and um, you know Ben Edlund and um, Bob how their minds just grasp on these really cool ideas and you know it's it, it can come out of out of nothing you know it's really cool. Well, that was one of the previous, mm-hmm. but you did, it was awesome. Had us all just all upset and scared the whole entire summer. <laughs> yep, it was traumatizing. It's a it's a very haunting image. It's... Well, it, it it is, you know, and it, and it's it's um, everything that led up led up to that. Not even just the, you know, the image of him in of him in hell but the hellhound and you know everything that went into that that led up to that was you know just disturbing imagery especially for for a fan base when you know you're going into um the end of the season and you you never know when when you're going to get picked up or come back or 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 any of those sorts of things until you get the official announcement and um it was it was it was a really a really great scary thing and it's actually it's funny that um you know uh, some of my biggest influences for myself i find as as now that i'm stepping out into doing directing are from you know eric as a storyteller and my as far as a directing background goes uh, obviously there's the you know spielberg and michael bay and that sort of thing but for me it's kim manners and bob singer are my two biggest influences mm-hmm. on directing styles because they have totally different directing styles and they're both so successful at what they do that, you know, as as it was such a privilege to work with, with a talent like Kim, um, being, um, you know, someone whose career has been from predominantly in in Vancouver and Canada and in, in the TV business, uh, and doing visual effects, getting to work with someone of that that caliber of you know old Hollywood skill, it, it just doesn't come around very often. And then also to have someone like Bob who you know, has been doing T V for for so long and to see the two different styles and learn from it. Those those are the things that, you know, when I'm when I'm directing I, I find myself latching onto these things and those those moments actually that hell moment in that leaving the audience guessing and, and concerned or confused or interested in, in that hook is one of the things that um as a storyteller with, with Divine that I'm really trying to to build into it. It's 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 funny how um 
what supernatural the show is. I mean, you know, I, I'm discovering how how avid the fans are and how big um, the the online community is. And I, you know, I guess that's to back to your earlier question. That's one of the things that when we talk about the internet is is talking to that that group and that that um, that passion. And it's you know, supernatural has affected the crew as much as the fans. You know. Cool. Yeah. Well, we're we're happy to 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 acknowledge all your hard work. We were saying to Guy last night. We were so thrilled that Supernatural won the TV Guide Award and the People's Choice Award. Well, I mean that's that's the thing is it really Supernatural is is you know it's the little show that could you know it it doesn't it's never had the big um, you know uh, push behind it the big promotional push uh and it's it's been sort of the the grassroots groundswell fan base that 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 really has made it what it is and I, and I think that that's one of the things that I think the internet is is doing and I you know we were talking about this just before um before the podcast went live is how you know if if shows go down now the fans can actually have a say in saving it you know like there, there's a community out there that is that is bigger than just the nielsen ratings or bigger than just north america or the u.s or canada or europe or it's it's a global community that you know you guys really you guys have made the the show as much as we have and it's 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 really cool to feel part of that it's, it's your all's hard work and awesome work that you do that makes us, you know, love the show so much and just want to keep fighting for it. Well, you keep doing it cuz it keeps us it keeps us working and it keeps us, you know, having fun, you know, and and it's 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 just a ton of fun. And, you know, it's I'm going to try and get out to the to the Vancouver um convention this time and 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 see see for myself what the fan base is all about cuz it's it's cool and about, I'm usually working when it's on. So, next next one I'm going to try and get out and see for sure. Yeah. Guy has already said that he's gonna. He's hoping that he'll get to stop by too. So that'd be very cool. Oh, it would be. Guy, guy is awesome. And if you if you get to meet Guy, he's he's so much fun. He he really loves what he does, and and I think it shows in his directing. You know. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I hope there's season number seven. I know we haven't heard yet. We've been spoiled the past couple of years about hearing like in. February that the show would be coming back and having to wait till May this time is pretty tough. Oh, I know. It's 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 hard it's hard on everybody, you know, cuz it's it's a lot of people um they've they finished shooting, you know, weeks ago. They've finished work weeks ago. And, you know, uh there's a lot of a lot of work that's going around, you know, people can go work on features and and television shows and commercials and the rest of it, but uh, the crew you know, we're we're loyal too, and we'll you know not take long term work. You see, lots of times where the guys are just sort of, I'm, I'm just going to day call. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take anything and, until I hear what's going on. And it's uh, it's a little it's a little stressful to have to go this time. You know, when you're when when you're someone who's making their 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 mortgage payments from a job that you don't know if it's coming back yet. But, right. Uh, you know, but uh, such is such is the, the nature of the beast. Well. Hopefully, season seven on the way. 
We hope so. We're all hoping so. Yeah. Not quit. Not quit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pro salt, uh, uh, break a leg, everything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Awesome. I I wanted to ask, um, what's been your favorite episode? Just watching it, not you know. I know it's probably hard since you work on it, you know. But as just as a viewer, what has been your favorite supernatural episode? Um, oh, um, I, I liked Bloody Mary, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. I think, I think I liked, I liked that one. Um, I mean, there's been so many, uh, the show, you know, has, has evolved in, into something so much bigger than, uh, you know, a, a monster, a monster movie sort of thing. But when, you know, when I first saw that episode, and I think that was the first one I was actually able to catch on TV, and when I saw it, uh, it's it was the first time where I was like, "Oh, there's something on this. This is this show is something, you know." And 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 that's that's a feeling that you know when you're working on something, um, when when you you get to see it and you you you, you see that there's that it that it's it's the greatness that's in it. That um that that's just a really cool feeling. When did you did, were you with Supernatural from the start or you know? Did you start like later on? Uh I the the pilot was filmed um down in uh down in California. Uh but I've been here since episode one. Yeah. Oh very so did, cool. From Wendigo okay. to to China here. Awesome. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's the longest job I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you we know. sound like it's still having fun and still enjoying, it, and that's important. That's, that's seven years ago, six, yeah, six, seven years. That's a long time. So if you're still it, you know, excited to go to work every day, that's cool. It, it is, and and I mean, you know, for for um, for a visual effects uh, for a visual effects man, I mean, getting getting to work on a show like Supernatural doesn't come around all the time. Where you get to uh, every episode, you have to make a monster, uh, come up with what its power is, and then kill it. You know, like you know, we we have to come up with something new and and fresh and um, you know when, when you even when you get into things like that's why I say the demon smoke always evolves is that because we're always trying to make it better. You know, like you you said, other you know when you look at a shot, do you ever go, gee, I wish I could? Well, because we get to do the demon smokes again, we actually do always try to get that extra. If I could have done that, well, we're doing it this time. <laughs> Amanda in Australia just tweeted us a good question. She wanted to know if did Jensen have much input into what he wanted for visual effects on the weekend at Bobby's episode? Well, yeah, I mean every every uh every director um when we sit down in in the concept meetings it's with the directors and as we discuss and talk about what's going on um you know it's it's the directors and the producers vision that we're trying to create or or emulate at least. Um, and you know, through you know, Jensen was great. Uh, he had his homework done and knew it, knew what he wanted, and it was it was really good to work with him. I mean, because he, you know, he's like, now I want the teeth to do this, and I want you know, when she's up on the wall, you know, we want it to be, you know, a creepy, you know, she's there moment when she jumps down at Bobby, and then they go out the window, and uh, you know, he was he knew exactly what he wanted um, and had his vision, and it makes it really easy when you know. He can tell you and can communicate which sort of camera angles he's going to be into, 
um, then we know how far we have to take what we're doing. So uh, he has a lot of input on the production end. Uh, and then when they do the uh, the director's cut, he goes through and does his edit, working with the editors. Um, and then uh, in, in TV, it's a little bit different than film. Feature films, the directors are sort of um, are the king of the hill. Um, but in, in television, the directors certainly are the king of the hill for production and, and that sort of thing. But in the end, the producers are the ones that do the final say-so and the final give the final blessing of directions and look and that sort of thing. But... Um, Definitely he has input and, and had a lot and, and made it very easy on us. I, I don't think that there was a lot of changes from um, from his uh, his discussions to, to the final output. And speaking of that episode, when you had to show that the boys were actually in Scotland, um, how was, you know, making that effect there, making it look like they were in Scotland, how much work was put into that? Uh, well, that's called a matte painting, uh, which is uh, a. It can be something as simple as a set extension, or something as grandiose as you know the uh, the Star Wars Episode One Naboo scenes, where they're coming flying into flying into a planet, and you see the big waterfalls. Uh, so for us, for us, the big thing was um, getting a castle. Um, and it, like the image of, of a castle that we could use without getting into copyright infringement and that sort of thing. And you know, um, it, it's interesting how how much. I mean, when you think about, oh, it's just a castle in the background. Who cares? But you know, if a clan owns it and that's part of their thing, they're gonna, you know, you can purchase the rights to use them and that sort of thing. And then there's um, once that's done, uh, and you get the permission to use it, or you buy it from stock footage or something like that, then you have to go in and actually put it into the scene, make sure that it matches the lighting in, in the background to the foreground and that sort of thing. It was um, it was a challenging shot, and the artist uh, was Corey Veers. He's our matte painter. He does all of our matte paintings. So he did, uh, anytime you see some sort of, uh, uh, you know, the one where Dean went into the future um, uh, and saw himself, and he, you know, woke up in, in the hotel room and stuck his head out the window, and you see the world's been destroyed. That's, that's a matte painting also. And they... Um, they take a lot of time, depending on on the nature of the shot. Uh, I think there was uh, 21 layers in the Scotland shot, as far as the composite goes. But in the uh, the episode where it was the aftermath of the um, the Croatoan outbreak and all that sort of thing, I think there was 78 different layers of images in the composite that the the matte painter was all fitting together to make it look like it was the real world. Wow. Oh, a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, more divine questions? Yes. Sure. Uh, I was going to um what is there anything about divine that you would like for us to know? You know, as as you know, is there anything you want us to know about divine to get us more interested? What 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 would you say? Uh, oh, what would I say without uh, without giving anything away? So it's it's quite a difficult thing. Um, well, we will be. You guys will be seeing. We are going to be releasing um, imagery soon. You guys are going to get your first glimpses of uh, footage about what the show will be like. Um, we're uh, doing our casting this week, and hopefully, we'll be announcing very soon. Uh, it is uh, an action mystery that will uh, keep you guessing. Um, Easter eggs all the way through it. It's um, it's 
it's a sophisticated um, storytelling point that you know we're we're expecting the audience to come along with with us. We're not we're not talking down to anybody. We're telling we're telling a story um, that leaves you asking questions uh, all the way through it, and uh, we're hoping that it's that it's uh, such an entertaining uh, format that everyone will tune in till the end. But it's um, it's 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 not going to be like anything you've seen before. Uh, the production value that we've got. Uh, on um you know with with everything from costumes to sets to uh to the stunts to the visual effects to um the camera work and everything uh is on par with anything else you've seen on television and um and it's, uh, we're going to give you all the behind the scenes footage as well it's it's a product for the fan base and the more people that are interested in it it's it's really a proof of concept for Maple Blood Productions which is our production company uh, we're going to try to pitch um, pitch Divine as our proof of concept for we've got four or five well, five other projects uh, in development right now that we would begin filming if we can get funding on it. But things you know we're, we're really trying to show that things like geo blocking and those commercials that are you know laced in front of everything that you're going to want watch are really antiquated ideas that, that don't have any place on the internet and. Um, you know, it's the fan base that's going to convince the old money men to, to take a chance and shift their method of monetization into something that allows the fan base to to continue to enjoy their product um, while they can still make their money from the, from the money that they're putting out. Um, it's um, it, it's 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 a really fun time for us. I mean, everybody keeps talking that the web is is the future of what's going on. Um, you know, like Mortal Kombat just did their web series, and uh, Google um, has announced that they're putting a hundred million dollars away for original content. Um, you know, Netflix I think is spending has a hundred up to one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars for uh, web series uh, a, as well, and we're we're definitely riding the crest of that wave. And we're trying to step it up a notch. Um, you know, the internet there there is no standards and practices other than being responsible to ourselves, our audience, and putting things into the story that are there for the story. Um, it's it, it's going to be a fun, entertaining, entertaining piece. That much that much I can tell you. And um, it's 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 something we're all really, really, really proud of. It's from from day one. It, it's taken on this life of its own where it went from Kirk and I training, stretching, doing Kung Fu, going, hey, we should do this, to you know, people taking part um, and wanting to come on board just because the idea of what we're trying to do um, is so fun and exciting. It sort of feels like you're stepping into a new medium and uh, one that the, the, the fans have the voice. I mean, that's... It's 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 you guys like the same thing I said with with Supernatural. It's you guys that have made Supernatural the show that it is and gotten it to season seven when or season six, hopefully season seven, uh, when other shows don't last as long. And it's it's the internet is the voice um, of the fan base and with online and and web series that's that's where you guys get to tell people because when we go to pitch it. It's there's no denying what the fans want, and that's you know if you guys you guys can go to right now the Winchester Brothers dot commers can go and and start telling us the things that you like and you don't like and start telling us how to what you want to see on the website and there's the money men will will listen. Mm -hmm. 
You said you I are putting together some footage to put out. Are you actually going to do a trailer? Yes, we're going to be we're going to be doing uh, promo promo images and and trailers and um, um, I think middle of this week you guys will be seeing your first glimpses of uh, what's going on with Divine and then as we approach uh, June and start uh, start filming our next four in June you guys will be seeing more behind the scenes stuff uh, footage images and as soon as we get the cast uh, cast locked and signed then we'll be. Uh, officially announcing the cast. Great. We are very, very excited about it. it. It just sounds like it's going to be amazing. And you can count on Winchester Bros. We will do whatever we can to help promote it. Absolutely. Oh, thank you guys so much. Mm-hmm. And if when things get closer to uh, going, you know, going live and you want to check back in with us and come back for another visit and talk some more about it, I, I think we'd love that. Awesome. I'd love to. I look forward to it. Great. All right, guys. Thank you very much, everybody, and keep watching Supernatural, and uh, check us out on Facebook under Divine the Series, and uh, go to our website and start uh, looking at the blog, register, uh, and start taking part in shaping Divine the Series. Are you? Do you have it on Twitter yet? Do you want to... Uh, it 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 is it is on Twitter. I, we have a Twitter account, but it's not active yet. It will be. You can look for us on on Twitter at Divine the Series, and I think we'll be starting to tweet very soon. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Ivan, for being on. You've been a great guest and talking about uh, Divine and Supernatural and everything. We really appreciate it. All the best to you and your crew. Oh, thank you so much. We will uh we will I'll go crack the whip on them right now and tell them that they gotta work a little harder for you. Okay. <laughs> all right guys. Thank you all very much. Take care. Thank Thanks, you very much. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh my goodness. Isn't that was awesome. It was. It was great. He's a fantastic guest. We are so lucky here. We've had some just marvelous supernatural guest. Well, I could I could talk to him for hours because oh my gosh, visual the visual effects with supernatural are just so good. And I just I could I could come up with a million questions to ask him. I know we could just go episode by episode <laughs> and you know, and do like 120 hours or more now. <laughs> okay, so. I guess we'll just have to do what we can do to help with Divine. And... I, actually, it sounds really great, and hopefully uh, we'll come back and check in again and let us know how things are going and what else we can do. And I'm looking forward to the footage and when he starts tweeting and all that. It sounds like it's going to be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, uh, we'll be back next week for uh, the next new episode of Supernatural titled Mommy Dearest. That preview looked amazing last night for that episode. Um, We're definitely starting to get uh, towards the end of the season when everything starts coming together. And uh, I think that's it. Beck, do you have any news? Uh, We've got a few minutes left. I can't think of anything else to say and it's almost Doctor Who time, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, I think that's it. We've had two great podcasts, but thank you, uh, thank you everybody who's listening and downloading. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, you can uh, listen to us and download us at uh, blogtalkradio.com. You can always go to winchesterbros.com and click on the Winchester Radio icon. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. we got lots of great things all the time, lots of news, um, uh, links to our podcast with the guests, uh, everything going on with Supernatural. Um, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week for an episode of Discussion. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.